Yo, what is happening guys? Nathan back once again with another episode of the Unplugged Freedom Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about an episode that I just talked about on the 5th of August. On the 5th of August, I put out a podcast saying it's almost time to be worried if you're not protected. Now, you have to realize what being protected means and unprotected, unprotected people. We're not talking about sex here. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is because yesterday I logged into my work email and yesterday, Friday the 13th of all days, I have a history of Friday the 13th. You can go back and you can listen to the best $11,000 I ever spent podcast and you can hear all about Friday the 13th and why for a very long time I was actually (laughs) afraid of it. Uh, But it seems to be the gift that keeps on giving in a way. So the reason that I wanted to talk about this because yesterday I logged into my work email and heard a couple of rumors and so I logged in and what do I see? Lo and behold, email stating that our company is going to be mandating vaccines and that by August 31st you need to have both your shots okay okay I see I see I see okay now I always knew that this job was going to be temporary I always said three to five years and the reason for that is because normally I kind of get bored around that time you get bored with the job it's not exciting it's not fulfilling enough they're they're they have an expiry date uh you know i i get really good at the job i enjoy the job for a while but then all of a sudden you're just kind of doing the same stuff and so um it's it was expected to be but unfortunately it was uh, a little bit sooner than i had thought but that's that's life right that's that's what happens in life and so you just kind of take it. So you you also need to look at things as that life happens for you. Life doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you. If you have this mindset that life happens to you and you're like, ah, oh, you know, you're just stressing out like that. Like I could really be stressing out right now and just be angry and whatever. And But at the same time, I can look at it and say, well, life is happening for me. Let's say this didn't happen. And let's say I, I could just sit in this job for three years, four years, five years, whatever. Well, yeah, that's great and all, but there's, there's so much more to life. And there's so much more that I am capable of. And so life happens for you. So it's almost like, like I'm, I'm not a religious person. Okay, but uh, let's say, like, put it into perspective, like, like the hand of God or the universe, whatever you want to believe is saying, hey, look, you've done all that you can do here. You've got so much more potential than this. Yes, it's nice that you get to get all the benefits that you do have, but we're going to give you a pushing hand. It's going to be a little scary. It's going to be a little nerve wracking. It's going to be a little uncertain. But that's okay. We're going to push you in the direction. Why? 
because we know you can make it. We know you can do it. That's why we're going to do this for you. So we're going to give you that little push. Yes, you have a plan of three to five years, blah, blah, blah. But look, look, we have a bigger plan for you. And we want to give you that little bit of a push. And we don't want you to sit too comfortable for too long, okay? You've been back in Canada after traveling for, what, two and a half years now? Okay, you're kind of settled down back in the life. Look, don't settle down too much. Get that fire back up under you, okay? And so that that's kind of like how I view it, is that life happens for me. Because, yeah, I could really sit in this job and just kind of like be all cushy, like, you know, doing my thing and... But then all of a sudden, who knows, maybe maybe I do get to five years. But then I get there and I'm so used to it. I'm so in that life that I just kind of say, you know what, I have it pretty good here. And I've been surrounded by these people so long that I start to say the things that they say. You know, you know, like, oh, it's pretty good job. Like, you know, like I, I get benefits and, you know, like... I make pretty good money. Like <laughs> that's my like Canadian worker accent <laughs> impersonation. <laughs> so, but here we are. I'm at this point in my um, quote unquote career where I'm kind of like just getting used to the job, and I do enjoy it, you know. But at the same time, you know what? You don't want to get too comfortable. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a little ball of fire. And what's a fire good at? Burning, right? So if, if you snuff out the fire, well, you're not going to burn very well. So you can't, you know, you got you to keep it going. So life happens for you. If you can have that mindset, if you can always have that in the back of your mind when something happens, like... Even something bad, like say it's a car accident, say you got a speeding ticket, like whatever. I remember I got a speeding ticket one time, I was going 30 over. The guy could have given me a huge ticket, he gave me like $130, and I think if you paid it within a certain amount of time, you got like $25 off, so it was like 100 bucks. He literally could have got me like a two, $250 ticket. He's just like, here you go. And I wasn't a prick. I wasn't, you know, I was nice to him. And I was like, yeah, I was speeding. You caught me. I fucked up. And so I didn't try to make excuses or anything. But, you know, at the same time, I didn't thank him on the spot. But, like, I thanked, I thanked, you know, I was grateful for it. And the reason I was grateful for it is because what if, what if he didn't catch me? And then I was going, like, 130, whatever speed I was going. And then all of a sudden I hit like a little spot of ice because it was clear, but all you need is like that little thing of ice because even though it was clear, maybe there was a little piece of ice still left because it was still wintertime. It was still like February or something. And so you hit that little piece of ice and then boom, that's all it takes. So in one way, it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm thankful that he actually caught me because I'd rather pay a hundred and something dollar ticket than to be upside down in a ditch so so you just have to kind of like look at look at life in a, in a new way in a new type of view so that when things happen 
you're kind of looking at it and saying, okay, wh what can I get out of this? So by October 31st, and it may actually even be like sooner because they said you have to get your, sh your first shot by this date in order to hit the deadline for your second shot and then have a job. And so, so it could be like September or October, I'm not quite sure. So fire's lit, okay, plans are changing. Um, I'm not necessarily going to quit. I'm actually just going to keep working and they're going to have to come to me and be like, yo, um, you don't have your, uh, you don't have your protection. I'm like, bruh, I don't need my protection. Okay. I am the protection. Okay. Like, <laughs> so they're going to have to come to me <clears throat> I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I got it. You know, I'll, I'll go through all the hoops. I'll do whatever I got to do. And you know, maybe I'll extend it, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know what? They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to kick me out of the door, and say, "Get out of here." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> like, you think I care? Do you know who you're talking to? You don't. You don't think I've ever left a job before, okay? Trust me, I've been in the military. I've worked construction. I've worked project managing and construction downtown Vancouver. I've worked project managing in construction in Australia. I've worked, I've worked everywhere. I've done everything and I've never gone back to a job. I've sold timeshare at a commission only beautiful hotel in Bali. Did that for a year. People would come in basically kidnapped off of their vacation and I would sell them a product within three hours that cost three thousand, uh, 10,000, sorry, I don't know where 3,000 came in three hours. In three hours, I sold them either a 10,000 to 25,000 US dollar membership. Imagine that. What kind of skill do you need in order to be able to take someone who's essentially being kidnapped off the street and you actually are able to sell them a product that cost 10,000 US dollars. That is insane. So, trust me, I have skill. I have talent. I'm not too worried. And so, I'm actually just trying to feed a bird right here. Oh no. Scared him away. So, in situations like this, you want to think that life is happening for you. And you, you gotta be grateful for it. One, I'm grateful that I have the, have built a life for myself that I don't, I'm not owned by anybody. Nobody can force me to do anything. There's so many reasons as to why this is so wrong. This, this goes against my whole belief system. I would never work for a company who forces me to do anything, especially when it comes to my health especially when it comes to my health. You're going to force me to do something when it comes to my health? No. I will not work for a company. I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're Google, you're Uber, definitely not Google. <laughs> I don't care if you're Apple, whoever you are, and how good you think you are. If you think you can force me to do something against my health, that is completely wrong. And I'll never work for a company like that. I have integrity. I have 
confidence in myself okay I have beliefs and I will not sell my soul just because of money income benefits whatever you want to call it that's not who I am and many times in this podcast you've heard me say that you should create a life so that you're never put in a situation where someone's going to come to you and say hey look you're going to have to do this and you have no choice how do you do that well for me myself i don't have any kids i don't have brand new car payments i don't have any like big fancy things literally my life can fit in a car i could probably even dumb that down even further so it like fits in the front seat of my car and so now do, does everybody need to live like this no okay but there's other ways that you can do it rather than buying all that stuff that you buy in the beginning if you were to take that money and invest it into different assets and then all of a sudden you now have an income coming from these different assets well guess what now you know that if something were to happen you're like hey I'm protected now fantastic so you have kids and you buy a house and you do all this stuff and so that when a company tries to come to you and say hey you need to do this you say well actually no I don't I don't need to do anything Okay, because you don't own me I'm not a slave okay I work here because I want to not because I have to has this job been great to me yeah have I enjoyed it yes but at the end of the day nobody's gonna force me to do anything okay that is that goes against who I am that goes against what I believe in and I will not work for a company like that and I don't have to. And I love that. I love that aspect of my life. Now there's gonna be a lot of people who have built a life where they're living beyond their means. And I see it every single day. I saw a guy yesterday, he's making $900 a week. I know this because I was in his place not too long ago. And he's driving a Tesla. I know how much a Tesla costs. I make at least twice as much as this guy, if not three times as much. And <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine buying a Tesla because I think at last time I priced it out, it was like $700 a, a month just for the payment for 86 months, 84 months, whatever it was. So there's people who are in these situations and then all of a sudden they might have certain certain beliefs like myself and they're going to be presented presented with this this dilemma and then they're going to say well I, I, I don't want to take this but you have to because you have a brand new Tesla you got a brand new house what are you going to do you're going to go bankrupt you're gonna go foreclosure like what are you gonna do so that's the thing that people people need to understand and look forward to because you don't know what the future holds you have zero clue 
So it's pretty fast. I was thinking maybe like six to 12 months I would need to start thinking about, you know, this. But then all of a sudden now it's going to be what's going to happen within the next three to six months, three to six weeks, let alone three to six months. It's coming in, it's coming hot, it's coming fast. That's okay, because I'm resilient. Okay, I've left the military. I've left the military with no job. I've moved out of cities with no jobs. I've moved across to another country, another continent with no jobs. I've actually left and done things when I was in a far less situation. I've quit jobs, I've moved to different cities with what? When I was in Australia traveling, I had like, what? Uh, I don't know, like $6,000? $6,000 like saved up. Thought I was gonna be in poor house. And then I knew this one friend, she was going to Sydney. She's like, I'm going to Sydney, Australia. One of the most expensive places in Australia, if not the most expensive. She went there with like $800. I was like, oh my God, I don't know how you're gonna do that. <laughs> I'm going to Darwin with $6,000 and I've, I'm going to be in the poor house. I don't know. So this is kind of back, uh, back in a few podcasts ago, I talked about how to make big decisions in your life. And I talked about your algorithm. You, your algorithm helps you in these big decisions. And what your algorithm is, is basically all the, all the decisions that you've had to made, make in your past, all the big decisions, all the relationships that you've ended, you've started, you've left, you've, all the jobs you've gone to, you've left, you've, all these things that you've done, that's all created your algorithm your algorithm of who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you love, what you want, what you don't want, all these things. You've learned little bits along the way. You've worked for great bosses. You've worked for terrible bosses. You've made lots of money. You've made little money. All these decisions. That's, that's creating your algorithm so that when you're faced in a situation and you're kind of thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Well, one, you can say, I'm a little nervous. I won't lie, I'm a little nervous. There's uncertainty within the next few months. But I also can look back at my, in my algorithm and I can say, man, you, are, you have done this many times over when you were in such worse situations. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like way worse situations. You literally could pack up all your stuff and just like take off somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I guess I could. Like, what are you worried about, man? Man, you, you sold timeshare. The most expensive membership you ever sold was 25,000 US dollars. You sold that to them in three hours. Do you think you could sell somebody on giving you a hundred dollars within, let's say, an hour? Yeah, I, I believe I could. Awesome. So if you can sell somebody something, 20, 25,000 US dollars, 
Well, guess what? They can take everything you want, you have away from you. But they can never take that from you. All of what you've been through, everything, all those decisions, all those all those life experiences, they can't they can't take that away from you. They can take your computer away. They can take your laptop away, your Bluetooth headphones. They can t take what? Your cell phone? They can take everything away from you. But where would you end up? Back at the top, right? Because of everything you've done, everything you've been through. So when I'm faced in a situation like this, one, I think about, well, life is happening for me. It's saying, hey, Nathan, we're going to give you the boot a little bit earlier than you were planning because we are going to keep that fire alive inside of you. Okay? You have a voice to change the nation. It's actually from a song. It's actually a really good song. And so, uh, so we're going we're gonna to send you off. Okay? It's like when my, when my dad passed away, I, I had a plan. I was like, you know, I'm going to stay with my dad. I'll get this job. I'll work this job. I'll take care of him, do all this stuff for a couple of years. And, you know, by the time that he passes away, because at the time he had dementia, I was like, I'll have done this job enough. I'll have, you know, done what I needed to do. I'll have saved money and everything, and then I can make my decision. This was way before coronavirus. Well, that happened, that, well, that plan changed much sooner, much sooner than I was anticipating. Next thing you know, I'm living in a small town that I never would have expected to live in. And the only reason I moved to that small town is because this whole plan changed. The town that I was in, I remember after my dad passed away, I was like, well, what am I doing here? It, it, it was interesting because it felt so different. It felt so empty. There was no reason for me to be in that town. I was like, there's nothing here for me. The only reason I came back to this town, which was my hometown, I said, the only reason I came back here was because of my dad. That's the only reason I came back. It's the only reason I came back, you know, from Bali, flew across the ocean, and came back to this little town. You left traveling for three years, came back to Canada to Prince George. Why would I go to a place like that? And the only reason for that was because of my dad. Now my dad had passed away. And this town had no meaning left to me. There was nothing. And I said, there's nothing here for me. I don't belong here. I, 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 I don't know. So then that's when I said, okay, well, if not here, then where? So then I started to think and I said, well, I can transfer to different places with my job. And I started hearing about this one town and I said, you know what? I've never lived in a town that small, but I'm sure I'll enjoy it. You know, and it'll be different. Turns out I loved it. And so I moved there, transferred there. Never in my life would I have thought I would live in a small town like that. But I loved it. And that's, that's the thing is that like life happens for you. you know, and you can say, well, 
why do you think life happened for you if your your parents passed away and so well honestly as as yes as as much as it sucks that my parents passed away but at the same time i'm glad that they did so that they didn't have to go through all this bullshit that we're going through if i walked up to the hospital well there's a long story in that okay but not going to get into that but if i walked up to the hospital and they were like sorry you can't see your dad because uh you know <laughs> i i wouldn't be a very happy person I'm like you know who the fuck i am do you know what the fuck i did i came across the fucking ocean so that i could take care of this man and you're going to stand here and tell me that i can't see him <laughs> We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a situation here. So, so I'm I'm thankful that even though they did pass away, I'm thankful that they passed away when they did. That they didn't have to t- to go through any of this bullshit that we're going through right now. And I love that. I love that I got to take my dad out, spend my time with him. The day before he passed away, I got to see him. He wasn't in the best of condition, but I got to see him the day before he passed away. And so that changed things for me. That that changed my direction in life. Once again, life happens for you. It's kind of like, hey, Nathan, I know that you think that you're going to be working in this town for the next however long until he goes, but look, we're going to change some things up for you. It's going to hurt. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be for the best bet in the long run. You just have to trust us. So I trust the universe. I trust, you know, the direction and things that happen. So if you have this kind of mindset, Things can happen and it's okay. You might stress out a little bit and be a little bit worried, but you're not you're not losing yourself. You just kinda you just being stressed out is okay. Being nervous is okay. Being anxious, being uncertain, all those feelings, those are those those are normal feelings to have. Okay, if you're just going blindly into something but like and you're pretending like you're not scared, you're not you know like well I'm not scared of this and it's just like dude like nobody needs a hero it's okay to be scared it's okay to admit fault every time I leave a job I'm always nervous I can always remember when I I left a job why because there's usually so much emotion there's usually so much uncertainty that is surrounded in that time that it just ingrains in my mind. I remember when I left the military, it was just walking out to my car. And I was like, this is gonna be the last time I am here. I was moving provinces. And I was like, I don't know if I'll ever come back to Edmonton. I don't think I've ever been back to Edmonton since. And that's... That's just like so crazy, you know? I remember walking out to my car and it was like, everything was silent. 
It's like the whole world had just like stopped in that moment. And the sun was kind of coming up and, you know, and it, it, it was such a, such a surreal moment. Just like I looked around and it just felt like everything had stopped in that moment. And I was like, wow, like, did the matrix just like pause for a second? Like, what's, what is this feeling right now? So, so I take all this experience, all this knowledge and everything, and I'll always admit, yeah, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah, it's a little uncertain. Do I know where I'm gonna be living in the next three to six months? No. Do I know what my plans are gonna be in the next three to six months? No. But here's what I know is that I've done this over and over again. I've done this time and time again. And I've always succeeded. I've always become better. When I left the job in Bali, working at the hotel, they were so shocked because most people needed that job. Most people who were actually living in Bali, they needed that job. I didn't need that job. I enjoyed the job. I just hated the management. So one day I just woke up and I said, you know what, fuck these guys. I don't need you. You think I can't do something else? You think you can treat me a certain way and not respect me? No. You don't own me. I'm no slave to you. And so I just did my own thing. Walked in the next day. And they were just like shocked. They tried to give me shit. They were like, where were you? And I just didn't feel like coming in. They literally had no idea what to say. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just didn't feel like coming in. Uh, 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 but why didn't you call us? Now they feel like it. I'm like, I told you guys. I'm tired. We need time off. Why are you guys pushing us to work so hard? You're getting less out of us. Okay? Less is more. Especially in sales. They didn't know how to respond to that. And I just said, I'm done. I'm done with you guys. What are you going to do? I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. I don't know. Figure it out. I always do. I'm the fucking man. Okay? <laughs> like a cat always land on my feet <laughs> it doesn't matter I've lived in my car for a month I've left the military making good money moved to Vancouver making shit money <laughs> I've worked minimum wage jobs barely pay any bills whatsoever trust me I've done it all <laughs> and I've learned from it all that's the thing so when things like this happen in your life, view it as life is happening for you. You may get into a car accident, like whatever. Try and find and look at something and say, hey, look, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna help you out here. We're going to do something. It may not seem like it's, it's going to be good, but if you can see the good in it, you're going to see why it happened. 
Steve Jobs said a quote, and I always remember this quote, and he says, you can't, you can't connect the dots looking forward. So something may happen, you don't know why it's happening. And that's why a lot of people, they'll, they'll be like, why is this happening to me? And they'll be so stressed. But then give it some time, three to six months, maybe 12, you know, six to 12 months, maybe a couple of years. And you look back and you're like, that's why that happened. That's why. Because I wanted it to happen this way, but it didn't happen that way. Instead, it happened this way. But if it, that didn't happen, then I wouldn't have been able to do this. And if I wouldn't have been able to do this, I never would have met this person. And if I never would have met this person, I never would have taken this opportunity. And if I never would have taken this opportunity, I never would be where I am today. And that's why it all came from that. So you can't connect the dots looking forward when something's happening. You can only just accept it, roll with the punches and go. If you ever watch a UFC fight, an MMA fight, these guys talk about envisioning the fight all the time. But the thing is, is that when they envision the fight, when they envision the win, when they envision round one, round two, round three, they're not envisioning just them coming in and just winning each round. They envision themselves getting hit, punched in the face, getting kicked, getting taken to the ground. They envision being on their last, their last bit of strength. The moment where it's do or die. They envision it all. It's not just rainbows and going in and getting your hand raised. Because they know that they're going to get punched in the face. That's just part of it. But they learn how to roll with the punch. You'll see them. If you ever watch a UFC fight, the, if, there's a way to get punched in the face. Most people don't know how to get punched in the face. If you know how to get punched in the face, you can, you, you're ahead of so many people. Because if you don't know how to roll with a punch, you're going to get knocked out. So you got to know how to roll with the punches. Life is happening for us, not to us. It's going to be scary. And of course, I always say, people always like try to like d d diminish whatever I say. And say well, it must be nice for you because you don't have kids and you don't have this and blah, blah. It's just like, dude, take your own life into consideration, okay? If you have kids, you have mouths to feed, of course you can't be as spontaneous as I can. But maybe you should have thought of that sooner. There's, uh, I love dogs to, to, to the moon and back, but I don't have a dog. Why? Because my life just doesn't allow for it. Maybe this next decision in life, maybe that's where a dog is introduced into my life. Who knows? It's like, hey, Nathan, we're going to do this, and uh, you're going to see why. You're not going to see it now, but you're going to see why. So just always, always remember these things, that when life seems like it's coming at you, don't worry. You may not be able to see the, the good in it today. You may not even be able to see the good in it tomorrow. But down the road, you'll be able to see it. 
and you'll be able to look back and you'll say, wow, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am today, all because of that one decision. Every decision that I've made, leaving relationships, leaving jobs, like leaving the military, do you know how good the military is to you? They literally put the underwear on you to the gun in your hand. They dress you from head to toe, full medical, dental. You can go to the doctor every day of the week if you wanted to. And people did this because they didn't want to do the run in the morning. They, these 400 pound pieces of garbage, that's literally what they do. They go to the, the MIR, I'm pretty sure it's called. Oh, my tummy again. And then the doctor's like, you again. Yeah. Full medical, full dental. The, uh, a, uh, uh, a pension, military pension, government pension. Like, you're going to leave that? Like, even the job that I'm working right now. I've got seniority, i got a great union, i got all this stuff, i got benefits, benefits aren't that great, but I make good money. Oh, where are you going to go and make this kind of money, Nathan? You know what, I have a skill right now, okay, that if I get better at it, I can make far more money than you. So, trust me, I'm just not at that level yet. I may not be there today, I may not be there tomorrow, but I'm going to be there. You, however, you have a glass ceiling on how much you can earn. You have a glass ceiling on how much time you can have off. I don't. I see guys working for 10 years and they're like, oh, I finally got my four weeks off. Pfft. Wow. Took you 10 years to get four weeks off. Wow. And you don't see how shitty of an end of the stick that is? Sorry, that's not the life that I want, okay? That's why I work hard on the side. Because I know where, that it's going to benefit me in the long run. People are spending $1,000 on an iPhone today. What's that iPhone worth in three years? Nothing. You know how hard it is to sell a phone a, th a few years later? It's extremely hard. Because they become worthless so fast. Technology is every six months. Boom, boom, boom. You get to that six-month six mark, guess what? A new one's pretty much already coming out. Every year, a new iPhone's coming out. But what people won't do is they won't take $1,000 and buy a stock, an investment, a Bitcoin, crypto, and in three years, how much is that worth? How much is it worth? What is the price of Bitcoin right now? What, 47,000 US dollars? What was it three years ago, $9,000? $9,000 and it's gone up four and a half times. And here you are spending all your money on fucking shit. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that uh, you, you know, you can see that life happens for you. Sometimes it may not seem like it, but it does. It de most definitely does. And, you know, you will always see me 
coming out on top. So it's going to be exciting. Podcasts are still going to be coming, okay, through these uncertain times for a lot of people. And there's going to be people who are looking for this type of message, who are looking for this this kind of hope. And I'm going to I'm going to keep spreading that message because it needs to be. Because there's people who are going to be leaving either this job or another job and they're going to have so much uncertainty, they're not going to know. It might be the very first job that they ever left. But don't worry. It gets better. As long as you see it and you know it, it gets better. And you have the confidence in it, it gets better. So... Hope you guys have a good day. It's smoky here in Vancouver, and I'm going to go out for a workout. I will talk to you soon. Don't forget to join mailing list at unpluggedfreedom.com. You can find me. The podcasts are always on the podcast apps. Uh, That's where they are all uploaded first. There's not many of them uploaded to YouTube, BitChute, or Rumble, so if you're on there, you probably won't get a lot of them. Uh, trying to get them up as fast as I can but also try not to be banned as much as I can and where else telegram you can join me on telegram Uh, you can always be in touch with me and so yeah definitely going to be an interesting time within the next three to six months so um, yeah there's a lot of uncertainty in the air but you know what hey um, that's that's what your boy's about so I'm going to be there you need anything let me know hit me up and let's let's fight these corrupt people so talk to you again we'll see ya